1: And welcome to the Happy Hour Jamie Ivy Podcast I'm your host Jamie and today is the Happy Half Hour uh, Which is 30 minutes of an hour (laughs) Carrie, hi, welcome, my guest I always have to explain that on the Happy Half Hour And then when I'm saying it, I think, Jamie, that's dumb People know what a half hour is But anyhow, today my guest is Carrie Sowers Hi, Carrie Hi Uh, So the Happy Half Hour is super fun Because I bring back a guest that you have already heard Or if you haven't, then you can go back and listen to them that you know and love. And then we just chat about kind of more specific questions. And it's a lot of fun. So Carrie, I'm glad you're here today for the happy half hour.
0: Well, I'm so thrilled to be on the happy half hour. (laughs) It's so weird to say. uh, like English teachers of the world unite for like <laughs> proper enunciation to get this out. Oh my gosh. Uh, forget it. But here, like, I love all your podcasts. So if there were a fan club, I would be an officer somewhere. You're sweet. I don't have time to be president. Let's be honest. <laughs> but I would be an officer. Um, but the happy half hour is my favorite go to when I'm like be bopping around doing errands and mm-hmm. I need like a pick me up. Yeah. Because let me tell you this. Oh, I can't wait. Now I can't really drink very much coffee because I'm nursing. Oh, the tragedies! What we do for our children is struggle bus for me. So I have to find alternative methods of pick me upness. So you're telling me that the happy half hour is like a cup of coffee almost almost Okay, <laughs> let's not get carried away here <laughs> I- I'm all about the honesty but, okay so how uh,
1: much when you say I need to know more about this when you say I'm not drinking as much coffee have you cut it out
0: completely oh no girl okay no, this world cannot handle me on no coffee okay okay but here's what we do so there's like um a ner- you know it's not like clockwork yet but somewhere between like and 5.30 in the morning. There's Mm -hmm. a nursing session. Yes. And then I put the sweet one back in her bed and I go immediately to the kitchen to make coffee. So when
1: you get up at 4.30, you're up for the day? Yeah. Oh, gracious. Alive. It's a little cray cray, but it is what it is. But you do have two other children. I mean, so it's not like Remember first kid? Well, you didn't have first kid because you had first two kids. Jeff <laughs> you have twins? But remember first kid where you could, this,
0: this is what I did at least, like nurse and then sleep, like go back to bed. Right. And I actually can do that. So this is like a whole new world for me. Like Jasmine was right. This is a whole new world. <laughs> Jasmine was right. Yeah, Jasmine was right. It's a whole new world, just having one baby. Um, because when I had... Two babies, my girlies, are not identical twins. Mm -hmm. So rumor has it, I don't know if this is true, but rumor has it that identical twins, because they share DNA, have really similar sleep cycles, like weird similar sleep cycles. Oh,
1: because they say like twins, and maybe it's with the same DNA, like they have these freaky things about them where they're like always
0: intuitive of the other person. My babies could not have been more different. So, they weren't so, sleeping at the same time, is what you're saying. No. And it was like they talked about it when I wasn't in the room. <laughs> and they would say, okay, you take first shift. Right. You sleep, I cry. Yeah. They're like tag teaming. Yeah. When she comes in and nurses you, that's your clue to switch. <laughs> that's what it was like.
1: You'll have to ask them, not that they would remember, but that is hilarious. So, you are in this whole new world, as in Jasmine says, with one baby because
0: there after, is downtime. Yeah. Yeah, there is downtime. So I I love
1: that. And And how old are your girls, your older girls? They're five. Five. Okay.
0: So that's good because
1: they can kind of take care of themselves in the moments. You
0: know, I had no idea how capable they were (laughs) until I think I was kind of babying them maybe because there have been so many times that I'm like, I'm just going to see what happens when I ask them to do the following. Right. And I will ask them to do something thinking there's no way. And they did it. They can make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Of course they can. I did they, not know. They are so big. I put things out on the table. Yeah. This one time, because, um, you know, they're in school now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, knife, have at it. <laughs> and
1: they did it. It's so amazing. You know what I did the other day that I have not done yet? My kids love to cook because their dad loves to cook. And so he brings them into the kitchen all the time to cook with them, which is like my total worst nightmare because I hate cooking. And then when there's kids... It's I can't handle it. So
0: it's, it's very busy activity. It's when just there are children. it's
1: too much. I can't handle it. But the other night, Aaron's out of town this week. And so I was at football practice with one of my kids and the other kids were at home. And I texted my 12 year old and gave him like eight steps of how to put this food, chop up the potatoes, put them in the thing, put it in the oven. And at first he's like, I can't and I won't. I was like, you can and you will. And so I came home and dinner was in the oven. <gasps> I know like eight steps over a text and it got done. So now this, this, this is gives
0: you a lot of possibilities in your life. world. Yes. Yes. Because both of our husbands travel yes. a fair amount uh-huh. for work. Uh-huh. So um, now they, I don't have to make dinner, fly, <laughs> but I'm the only adult. Let's just say that.
1: Oh my gosh. Today. Okay. So we're recording Thursday. This comes out on Friday tomorrow. So today Aaron's on his way home. He's been gone all week. And I texted him and I was like, Hey, what time are you going to be home? Because I really do miss him. I really miss him a lot this week. He travels a lot. And it's not like, of course, yeah, we haven't talked much, whatever. But really what I needed to know is how long do I have to shower? And how long do I have to get this place picked up? Like it didn't look like we just let ourselves go for a whole week because things are different when Aaron's not here. I just, Uh, they
0: are, I, I I let things go a lot, including
1: my showering.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, (laughs) praise Jesus for, um, you know, top knots. Exactly. May (laughs) May that never go. Dear people, um, that are in charge of fashion, don't you take that away? Don't
1: you take it? It's all we have right now. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's what we. It's what we have as mamas. Um, okay, I want to tell you first, real quick, about our sponsor. It is for this show, oh, yes. it's Prep Dish. Yeah, uh, Prep Dish is a great meal service. Now they don't send the food to you, but it's these Alice and the chef. She creates these meals, and you can get paleo or gluten free. She sends you an email, and the email has a grocery list. Plus like steps to do it. So my friend Stacy started doing this and she's been like documenting it and she has a Jackson. I think he's two. So she's a two year old. Her husband works full time, but she said she loves it because although it takes her a couple hours, she's done for the rest of the week. And so I got the email just this week and some of the meals that Allison has for us. These are meals that I could never make on my own that Allison. Okay. Italian almond crusted pork chops. Ooh, yeah. That's fancy. Turkey and zucchini chipotle meatballs with asparagus. Yes, please. Yes, please. Kale and caramelized onion frittata with grapes. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what that
0: is. It doesn't but it feel sound like good, I though? Order it at a restaurant. That's exactly
1: what I said. You would order it. So she sends you the meals and she sends you a shopping list. So you go to the grocery store, you buy everything, you come home, you spend a couple hours prepping it, and for the rest of the week, um, your meals are ready. So it's super easy, and she does great stuff for the happy hour. So go to prepdish.com and use code happy hour, and you'll get
0: a free week. Okay, okay Carrie. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's what's so good. The code again? Prepdish.com. Use the code happy hour. How? Okay, I'm doing that because decision fatigue is real. Oh, it's the worst. And what if do someone we do? Make some of my choices for me. Yep. I'm down. Exactly. I, in anyone that makes choices for me.
1: I mean, as long as I like them. <laughs> I like <Right>. that. <laughs> um, okay, so I was going to ask you what's new in your life. But obviously, we know you had a baby.
0: Yes. And, and
1: a podcast. And you have a podcast. That's the second thing I was asking you. Tell tell everyone about your show.
0: Okay. Well, you played a leading role in bringing this to reality. Oh, well, I'm honored. Um, because I was on your show about a year ago. Yeah, I think it November. was a little bit more than a year. Mm-hmm. And that same week, uh, it just so happened I was on somebody else's podcast because the mentoring project was about to do a conference, you know, blah, right. blah, blah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So. I had so much fun talking to you on your podcast that I was like, how can I do this more often? And I was already like kind of maybe thinking about doing a podcast with my friend, an- another Jamie, Jamie Cave, the forgotten, she runs the forgotten initiative and then it's called the forgotten podcast. If you haven't listened to it, oh my gosh, you would love it. Um, she talks about foster care, supporting foster families, Um, she lives it she supports it she's amazing awesome so we had tried to get it get ourselves together to do one together but no because we don't live in the same place right (laughs) we never did but after being on your podcast I was like that is the most fun you can have without physically being with someone right I know so I was like I have to get more of this in my life I'm so So proud of you it's really fun. Also, a lot of work. P.S. Uh, P.S. Let's be, yes. Let's be real. Um, but
1: Okay. Tell us the name fun. of your show. What's the, pr- for the premise? Everything.
0: Okay. So it's called Manifest Collab. Mm-hmm. And collab is a made-up word because I'm an intellectual property attorney. Okay. Um, so it's C-O-L-L-A-B. And I know I'm not copying anybody if I made up the word. There you go. Um, so, um, but it's about encouraging um, people to like, tap their inner creativity. And some of that gets expressed in like business. Some of it is in like traditional art. Some of it is just in like inventing a different way to approach life. But the hope is that I can inspire people to take those things that I feel like we all have kind of floating around at the top of our brain that we wish we could do, or we've been kind of like, we think it's a good idea, but we haven't had time to like really focus in on it and just encourage people to focus in on that part of them. Because I think the creative part of our brain is some of our most, um, alive part of our brain and it's some of our highest calling. Mm. And I think it's really a tragedy when we get sucked up in what I say, sometimes living somebody else's life because we're so busy doing the thing that everyone told us that we should be doing. And sometimes I feel like we need to go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That may not be who I am. Oh, this or is so good. How I want to live. Like, I just know, like, because I think sometimes we think I don't want to live this way, but I don't see any way out of it.
1: Oh, for but sure.
0: So creative. And we have so many resources, not even talking about monetary that I think if people invest the time, they could re-engineer their life.
1: Mm. Well, you do know that after we chatted on episode number 64 back in November, it was, remember, I don't know if you remember this, but I had this like aha creative moment during our conversation.
0: I do remember that.
1: And this started a whole journey for me. You started this whole new thing for me. Yeah, for sure. There's been a handful of shows where I've had a moment on the show where I went, oh my gosh, this was for me. Like, And your show was one of them because I thought for the first time, wait, am I creative? Like, you am so I, creative. I, but I would never, ever have put myself under with the word creative anywhere in my name because for me, creative is Aaron, my husband. He creates music. Right. He's an artist. He draws. He does all of these things that are creative and I make a podcast. You know what I mean? So you yeah. were so monumental
0: for my it's life. You're so creative. With owning that. Like, think of, like, there might be other people listening that don't know that they're creative, but I see it this way, like, and I think your listeners are all down with Jesus, so I Mm -hmm. think I can... Yeah, go ahead. But, um, so, if we are made in the image of a creator, Mm -hmm. then that's just, like, a huge part of who we are. Yeah. And, And the... The traditional arts are like they—they they move me to just the brink of emotion and understanding and all that sort of thing. But I don't have any of that type of creativity in me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But but it doesn't I make have you have less creative. Other, no, mm-mm. yeah, I have lots of other creative things in me that make you just kind of feel like. Buzzy and alive when you start using those pieces Mm -hmm. of you and it's kind of like you tap into something You're like, yeah, 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 this is a part of me that's been missing if Mm -hmm. you haven't been using it Yeah,
1: so good. Okay. So everyone go check out uh, your podcast because if it's like this people will love it Um, (laughs) super proud of you and by the way, I was on a show years ago and it's what got me thinking I think I could do that. That was so much fun and so (laughs) I love it and I am a huge fan of people I'm um, starting podcasts. I think podcasts are an, an amazing outlet. I think they're a great um, medium to reach people. And so people all the time are like, oh, but I want to start a show, but I think it's just like yours. I'm like, it's not, I promise, because it's not me, it's you. And so right. like, go do well, it. Well,
0: and let me just say this. Everyone should get a podcast that wants to. They're so fun. Um, but you also are uniquely gifted in bringing out you the people you interview. Oh, so I'm sweet. still growing in that area. Yeah. So you have a gifting to like really find the part of somebody that's going to like give a boost or be yeah. helpful to people in their day.
1: Well, thank you. I do love my job. Okay. Speaking of my job, I'm going to ask you some questions. Let's do it. Okay. Carrie, what is something that you've read, watched or heard lately that you can't stop recommending to people? You can do one okay. or all three.
0: I'm, I'm going to do one and it's a little bit obnoxious how much I've been telling people about it. That means you love it. So, I do, <laughs> and I don't know how I found it. Okay, tell it was me. I can't wait. One of those like wormholes when you're nursing, and all you can do is look at your phone. Yeah.
1: Well, those um, happen
0: to us that aren't nursing as well, so that's <laughs> a tragedy. But go ahead. Okay. So I don't know how I got here, but I keep like sharing this with with everyone. So it's it's an article, and I don't know. I don't even know what this website is. It's called Break the Twitch. Like you kind of have an itch or uh-huh, something. Uh huh. So. The whole article is called, Are You Taking the False First Step? and um, I saw this today. You did. I may have shared it again. Because, because I
1: remember I, that word, the false first step. Maybe, maybe I saw it with you. Go ahead. Keep going.
0: Maybe. I think I shared it again last night because I'm on this other personal journey that this is part of. But his whole theory is we keep wanting to like, make self-improvement. But we keep thinking we have to have the right gear before we can do it. So like his example was you have to he wanted to have this like really fancy heart rate monitor watch before he started running. Right. I get it. And, you know, like this is the story of my life, by the way. Keep going. Yes. Yes. Which plays into the other story of what I'm trying to do right now. So I have like all this crap at my house Mm -hmm. for all these projects that Mm -hmm. I never did
1: mm-hmm.
0: because by the time you get all the stuff in the mail or go to the store or whatever I, I'm kind of over it right this so makes me is, think
1: of like 10 years ago scrapbooking yes right I
0: knew I could never do that yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> I can't sit still that long yeah. I already know that um but I'm also the other thing I'm reading right now is becoming minimalist mm. Joshua Which goes along with what you just said yes
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um what is it? The mat, the magic of tidying the, um, the, the magic of tidying up something like that. Um, because there's just too much stuff to deal with. So I loved what he said. He said, you make the habit before you buy the gear. So it's like this new personal rule of mine. Like if I think I know I'm never going to be a runner, so that's not a thing, <laughs> but um, I wanted to like get back into doing yoga on a regular basis. Right. And we recently moved and only Jesus knows where my yoga mat is in some box in my garage. <laughs> See becoming mentalist. Um, so I did yoga for 30 days on the carpet, just barefoot on the carpet. Like before I bought a, a new yoga mat because I needed a new yoga mat.
1: Okay, this is good.
0: But I was like, okay, Carrie, you have to make the habit before you buy the gear. mm. So I did 30 days of yoga on the carpet and that's like doing yoga on a slip and slide. Yeah. But. And I'm then like, you like, went and bought a new mat. Yes. And I got a really awesome one and I really love it.
1: And you're still doing yoga. Yes. That's good. Now I so, did this recently. My, my friend asked if I wanted to run the half marathon with her, which there's a couple of things that are odd about this. Number one is I don't run anymore because I have a really bad <laughs> back, but I don't want to be left out. And I love running. So I said, Yes. And this was two months ago. And that day I went and bought like four new running outfits. That's not cheap, Whoa. right? No,
0: no, no, no. Okay, but here's what I do need to know. For I'm not honest, running. Honest to goodness, how do people love running? I, I do don't love understand. running. Tell me about that. I need to, I do not understand. I love sweating when I'm working out. Okay. And so I get
1: that from running. I feel as though my body has been exerted and I like sure. that. Uh, but I'm in a lot of pain these days when I run, so I'm not running, yeah. but I walked this morning for 1.7 miles and I felt as though this day could, there, nothing wrong can happen today. I love that because of what I just
0: did for the win. Yes.
1: Yeah. And then as I was walking though, I did walk by my tomato plants that I planted that died and That's I thought, okay. of, and I thought of you because <laughs> this is the time that they die. <laughs> Well, they never really lived. So that's what that was the problem. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to check that out because I, I really like that a lot. And that really speaks to me a lot. And, you know, I think that we do that because we have such great intentions. I yes. want to grow a garden or so I'll go out and buy all of the books. But how about right. I just start by planting two pots and see what happens?
0: You know, exactly. Make the habit before you get the gear. I like that. Okay. Carrie, uh, working
1: mom, married, three kids, newborn, podcaster. How do you recharge?
0: Okay, I didn't <laughs> until about two months ago. With the yoga. Uh, yes, because <laughs> I realized I am a workaholic. You like, can't I stop. Was, I can't. Mm-hmm. So now I, so I did the get the yoga back in my life, and I made it like a, an appointment on my calendar. Right, I was like, you made a spot for it. Yes, because yeah. I will burn this body down if mm-hmm. I'm not careful. Yeah. Is John the same way? Yes and no. Okay. He is always doing something, but he, he is really good at prioritizing like exercise mm-hmm. and he eats really well. This is the so same I, as Aaron. I don't understand it. I know. I don't either. Uh, he is so committed to gluten-free. Um. Yeah. So now like kind of all of us are, <laughs> <groceries>. <laughs> they are like, I'm not buying two sets of groceries. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I started adding in yoga and then I also started adding in, um, reconnecting with my friends that I adore, mm. and how would you do that? It did phone calls. Okay, phone so calls. I I like live old school. here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like like call not, on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and it's just real haphazard and then I, I last week i drove to northwest arkansas to have lunch with two of my just best friends and college roommates and i was like i just have to start making time for this cuz life it feels like someone's pushing fast forward
1: mm, mm-hmm. and if
0: i'm not careful i'm i'm just going to a burn out but i'm really going to miss out yeah. on relationships and um taking care of my body and and i think too it really um it really made me think about, you know, I just gave birth and I'm, I don't really like doing math, but I did do the math <laughs> on like 18 years from now. <laughs> like how old am I going to be right. when she's in high school? So I'm not 21 spoiler alert. Right. Um, so when I'm thinking about being like an older mom, I was like, I have got to take care of my body because mm. I want to be like super active and super vivacious as much as I can when she's in college and, and onward. Yeah. So even, you know, like now it's beneficial now, but I really want to start like unwinding and investing in my mental, spiritual, physical health for the longevity of the people I love.
1: Mm, yeah. Okay. So yoga, scheduling it, calling your friends. Yes. Love it so much. Love it. Um. Okay. Hey, what's a dream you had for yourself when you were younger that never came true? <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: I wanted to be a rocket of course people who do high kicks um, in New York. And why couldn't that that come true? Oh my gosh. I wanted it so bad. So when I was about seven, I think we were at Walt Disney world, whichever one's in Florida. Um, World. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the rockets were there. And I mean, I, I fell head over heels. Like I never wanted, and there were never a band or any of that, like rockets. Um, so I was a dancer. I always was. So I don't remember exactly how I got the following information and I believed it to be true. And who knows if it actually was, but I went and talked to somebody after the show. I made my parents track down as a seven year old. Oh yeah. Oh, girl. you were in it to win. I, I mean, I fell hard for the Rockets when I saw them. <laughs> I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. So I found whoever it was that worked with the rockets, and I said, how can I be a rocket?" And they said, well, you have to have brown hair and be 5'8". And you have so blonde I, hair. I have blonde hair, but I wasn't worried about that. No. I am all about dying hair. I have been many colors. And you were seven, so who knows how tall you were going to be. Right. This was the mystery of my childhood. Right. <laughs> so every time we went to the doctor, you know, your yearly checkups before school, I stretched as tall as I possibly could. Oh, because five eight girl, I was like living for five eight. Well, the end of the story is, I'm five seven and a half.
1: So close,
0: <laughs> so close.
1: Is that true? The brown hair and you five know, eight. I don't even know. That's the thing. Because that is know that, that is true. so specific. Which first, you're I like, don't... who cares? But they all have to line up. Right. So the might so exactly. It
0: might yeah. actually be a big deal. I I feel like, here's what I feel like. I haven't investigated this, but I feel like... the dream is gone. I mean... Are you not well, right? I missed it. I missed the boat <laughs> and um, never was a rocket. Right. But I feel like that's probably not a thing now. Okay. I feel like even if it were true, question mark, who knows if this were true because seven-year-olds can sometimes misunderstand things. Right. <laughs> um, but... I, I never did hit the 5.8. So I just pursued other career paths.
1: Which have done you well. It has worked out. It has worked out. I love that. I that's what, I love hearing that. That question is one of my favorites. And then I'll ask you your pet peeve in a minute. That's also my favorite to hear about people. Because um, you really get to hear things about them. Um, well, okay. Tell me your pet peeve. I'll ask you now since I brought it up.
0: Okay. So I'm thinking of a couple of them. But the first one that jumped into my mind is when businesses... Use the wrong letters to make the correct sound. Okay, like give me an name. example. So like, quick print K W I K.
1: Oh, I see.
0: I can't stand. I can. Why do they do that. that? I don't know. To, I to think be it's different? because the name is probably already taken. Oh yeah, like somebody else already is like uh-huh. Q the right way. <laughs> yeah, but it, it makes me crazy. Also, or like what I easy call,
1: lane easy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you.
0: Or or what I call shoppy, S-H-O-P-P-E. Like I know that's technically correct, but this is the United States. We are not Great Britain.
1: Okay. So to explain this more. What do you mean? What, <laughs> like tell me this more.
0: So when people name their store something, something shoppy, it, that's not oh, how you S-H-O-P-P-E? say it. But that's what it looks like. S-H-O-P-P-E?
1: S-H-O. Yes. Okay. Got it. That takes <laughs> me to the point. I cannot
0: deal you with cannot that. cannot stand
1: it. Okay. This
0: is so fun.
1: Anything else?
0: Um, well, when children went to bed in the night, that just really. <laughs> of course. Yes. And I experienced that last night. So that's what it <laughs> jumped to the top of my head. But the like, your sleep is so precious. It's it is so like precious. and we It is so precious. Oh, and we would, when oh, you t- have to change the sheets at 12 a.m. Oh. and do a bath.
1: Okay. It's you're really nice hard to do the bath, to, though. It's
0: fine. I don't do the well, bath. I'm a I would... recovered
1: <laughs> I would take the sheets off, and then yes. if it's like, I'm I'm really really frustrated. I would just lay like a blanket down because at yes. this point I'm already doing laundry. Right. So it, it's doing another blanket in the morning does not bother me at that point. Whatever well, is the what quickest happened. way
0: to get back in bed is what I would do. Okay, here's what happened last night, and I'm not proud of this, but this is real life. <laughs> Beach towels. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, of course. good fine blankets. There you go. So she got a sheet and two beach towels. I love it. And she's and fine. On the head. And apparently she woke up this morning and it all worked out. <laughs> she's fine. We
1: had, um, there was a year in our life when there was a lot of bedwetting and it was, and, and people were wearing pull-ups. Like we we're talking excessive. We did all yeah. of the tricks, wake them up before they go to sleep everything. No water past like 10 a.m. Everyone's dehydrated <laughs> and everyone's still peeing in their beds. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Um, okay. Uh, when you think of your best friends, what are some of their characteristics?
0: Um, here's one of the things that's really been ministering to me right now. They listen to what I say and also what I don't say. Okay. What and do you mean so by the don't say? They help me find like the truth of a situation um like i had an in a a phone call a few weeks ago with a friend that i was kind of i was keeping it superficial and i was keeping it chit chatty because there was some stuff brewing Mm -hmm. that i needed to talk about but i didn't know if i was ready to talk about right so i was doing the dance Uh i don't know if anybody else does the dance yeah and she was like carrie we need to talk about x Uh where where are you with x And I just think that is such, for me, that's such a beautiful way to care for a soul when you, you are active listener, that's like basic, Mm -hmm. but then when you also are like, you know, the context of the rest of their life and you also ask about the things they're not saying.
1: Right. It's like they know you so well that they care about what you're not saying.
0: Yes. Yeah. And, um, that's like a true friend because you don't get that from acquaintances. No. And these are these are like, this, this particular friend I'm thinking of, like one is th- from high school and then the two girls that I had lunch with mm-hmm. last week are, are roommates from college. And then they just, the, then I'm thinking of the two roommates from college. They are just so good at remembering like the little things that would be insignificant to other people, but mm-hmm. are just delightful to quirky me and yeah. it makes me feel really loved. Oh. So I I love that when people like notice like the li- the little things for sure and and they remember that so
1: mm. sound like great friends love that so they much are. they
0: are hey Carrie what's the some of the best advice you've ever received hmm okay two things popped into mind one and and go with me on this because mm-hmm. it sounds weird right at the beginning but some of the best advice I received from a former boss was act like you own the place. I love it. Yes. And what he was saying was that, you know, when we are in our homes or in, you know, a place that is kind of like ours, mm-hmm. we're real relaxed. We're not like overly self-conscious. We're just like living life and we actually focus on other people. Mm hmm. But, when we're like nervous about do I have permission to show up in this space, mm-hmm. then we get like really withdrawn and kind of second guessed ourselves, and we awkward. don't really I get awkward, yeah. yeah and we don't really engage, and so his advice was like everywhere you go, act like you own the place mm-hmm. like act like it 's your house, and you're totally comfortable in the space so much so that you can focus on other people.
1: That's great. Not like a hierarchy thing, but just like, hey, I I I know this
0: space. I'm comfortable here. Right. So yeah. like if you're at a restaurant or at the time I was working for a pharmaceutical company and he was talking about like taking care of the doctors and the nurses that I supported. He was like, when you're in their office, like act like you own the place. Mm. Like what would you do if you were, you know, you were the host? Yeah,
1: yeah. We always say this, it kinda goes along with that. We whenever we're like going into like maybe a a situation that's new or maybe we feel a little out of our league in a situation, I always say to myself, like act act like you've been here before. This is yeah. not your first rodeo. Like act like right. you've done this before. You know, and um that can really help sometimes in some like you know, if you're like trying to sneak backstage at a concert, <laughs> act <laughs> like you've done this before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that also works too. I'm not promoting that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, just act yes. like this isn't your first time you've done this. And there is some incredible TED talk. I'll find it and I'll send you the link where um, the the expert, whoever she is, talks about like how acting confident totally like changes how you interact with the space and how people interact with you. And then it changed. It was there was like biochemical changes in the person who was acting confident.
1: Like it produces they, confidence in them.
0: Yes, yeah. They became confident. I believe that. Were like standing or holding their arms. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Don't let yourself wrap up in protection." And by that, she meant like crossing your legs or turning to the side or crossing your arms. She was like, "Unwrap and be in a confident position." Yeah,
1: and that takes work. And I think it actually it also takes. Thinking about that before you get into the situation. Because once I get in, if I haven't thought about that ahead of time, it's like hard for me to produce that. But if I'm going into it, like for me, if I'm like talking about a subject I'm not comfortable with, like, or if I'm on a stage I've never been on or whatever, I like have to talk to myself before, like, okay you can own this. You've been here before. You've
0: got this, you know? And so, yes. And I have to do that sometimes. Like when I'm negotiating a a contract for a client and I'm, I'm the one at the table representing them. Right. I really, even if I don't feel confident, Uh I have to channel uh, like calm, Mm -hmm. confident, you know, assertive. Yes. (laughs) Yes feelings because uh, like i'm standing in their stead like I have to give them my best self And get them the best deal that could maybe be on that table, right?
1: You know, there's something you just said that i'll never say before i'll never say in my lifetime What (laughs) well when i'm negotiating a contract for a client
0: (laughs) (laughs) Girl, but you you do that for your kids all the time. You help them negotiate things. That's hilarious Negotiation is a life skill. We all do it in all our jobs You just negotiate different things.
1: You're the best at like telling everyone how awesome they are. (laughs) I want to talk to you every Thursday at 10, Carrie. Okay. (laughs)
0: Could we? we? I would
1: love that. It's just the best, the best. Um, Okay. Last question. What is one thing that you do or have done that is directly tied to your success?
0: Huh? I think... Um, I've, I've done it both ways, what I'm about to say, and uh-huh. now I, I see it, the benefit of doing it the right way. And the thing is, do not make a knee jerk decision. Because mm. when there's time pressure, I mean, it's totally a gamble. If you make a really quick knee jerk decision,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's either going sometimes- to be
1: amazing or the worst thing ever.
0: Are awful. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't land in the middle. Uh-huh. Um. Now there are sometimes you have to make knee jerk decisions. You know, like driving the car and the tire goes out. You yeah. gotta decide really quick what you're gonna do. But big life decisions, uh, there is always more time. Yeah. And the times that I have taken the more time, even if it makes someone uncomfortable to say I don't have enough information or I'm not clear on my options, I need more information or whatever, the decision is so much better. And there are times that I can think of looking back on decisions and I think, man, if I would have just thought about that a little bit Mm, more, mm -hmm. I could have saved myself so much drama or heartache or money or time or whatever. Um, So I think in the times in my life that I've taken the time to really think through the decision, that allows me to have more good choices to make.
1: That's good. And you can do that in every, not just business either. Like I'm just th- right. sitting here thinking like parenting, you know? Yes. Like one my There's oldest. Scene of choosing a house right now. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and those are big decisions. And so right. do you guys watch The Walking Dead? John does. I can't deal. I have okay. nightmares. My 12, almost 13 year old son is begging to watch it. Begging. Because he's, of course, he tells me that all his friends are watching of, it. All, of everyone. Everyone. Sure. Everyone. Um. Okay but that's it made me think about that Like that's making those decisions and really Thinking them through I started thinking back I just had a conversation last night with my son begging To watch The Walking Dead and I'm still Saying no you know but I'm gonna keep thinking about it Yeah it's there's so scary always more though time. There's always more,
0: th- time. Always, always more time we will always have Netflix Yes And I think I think Glennon uh, Momastery uh-huh. Doyle or Doyle Mountain Doyle I never Melton, uh-huh. names, <laughs> Flipped um, she said something, I don't know if it was original to her, but I attribute it to her, but you can't miss your own ship. It's exactly true. Left the Harbor. It's not your ship. Yep. And I think there's a lot of truth to that in romantic relationships. Ooh, like, I'm. I have the best babysitters in the world and I will not reveal who they are because they might get stolen, but they're at that phase in life. They're, you know, late in college. And their friends are all starting to get married. And they feel like they they missed it. No, they don't. Praise Jesus. Oh, praise God. Because they have you talking to them. Okay. Well, they can't get me out of their ear. (laughs) But they have some other friends that when they're kind of telling me the story of this friend or that friend's relationship, I am thinking, honey, that is not your ship. Mm. Let that one leave the harbor. Right. Um. But they, the friends, and I remember I was this way when I was in college, a lot of my friends got married way before I did. I was well out of college before I got married. Mm -hmm. But I had some fears about my, I'm going to miss it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm totally going to miss it. Mm -hmm. But you don't even know who you're going to meet later in life. Exactly. So if it doesn't, if it doesn't line up with the Everything in your body and your mind and your spirit is saying this is a good decision. There's always more time.
1: That is so good. I remember Aaron telling me that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I remember when we were going through our adoption process the very first time, um, I kept feeling as though every time I didn't get something done when I thought I was going to get it done. Like I looked at Aaron one time and I was like, if we don't get this turned in by this week, we're going to miss our baby. And he looked at me and he's like, that's impossible. Like, whatever, however God's going to build our family, like, he's going to do it, you
0: know? Right. And so I, I always remember him and saying it's that. So it's so true, but it doesn't feel true in it the moment. It does
1: not I, feel true. You feel as though you're in control of everything and right. everything depends on you.
0: Right. And when you attach anxiety to a dream, then you've got a problem. mmm Good stuff. Carrie. I wish that we had, had a whole hour. This is still going to be like the longest happy half hour ever. And I <laughs> okay, love we'll it. Well, I love talking to you. And I'm really mad that I don't live close to you. I know. Where do you live so, now that you moved? Well, we are we are in Missouri. Okay, that's we, what I thought. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. if Like we're here for now. Okay. Missouri's lovely. I only know it from Canada. We talked about
1: I, we had that connection.
0: I grew up here. And so there's oh. all kinds of people I love connection yeah yeah and I love I love the visuals of Missouri I love being in Missouri and in the fall oh my gosh it's the prettiest oh I'm
1: sure it is because the fall here in Austin is just like not fall
0: well you should come see us and get some fall in your world
1: so wonderful um Carrie thanks for coming on the happy half hour my honor and I will put all the links up to everything we talked about and especially your podcast because I want everyone to go and listen and support you with that and it's you're doing a great job so super proud of you um, and check out Preptish. They got some good stuff going on over there as well. I'll send, I'll email you the link, Carrie, and I'll put the link up for everybody okay. else, uh, in the show notes. So, guys, thank you for listening to the happy half hour with Carrie. If you didn't hear her the first time, it was on episode number 64, is what she was on 64, which was a year ago. Crazy. Love it. Crazy, crazy. Um, okay, guys, join us on next Wednesday for our guest, Sarah Rodriguez. She has an amazing story of, um, just a story of going through a lot a lot a lot a lot like uh carrie she walked through cancer with her husband whoa um and then i'm not spoiling anything because it's out there but her husband ended up passing away wow and then uh her daughter got really i mean she just has been through everything and still standing strong on the other side because of her faith um obviously we know that but it's a great interview and a great story so y'all join me next week on a happy hour all right guys have a great weekend